0: Presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this.
1: I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker 810. Go. The eggies.
0: Merrill for the lead! The Jazz. Stop them. Oh, the three. Get it! The high schools. Also's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25. Makes a move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it.
1: Number four of my best non sports sports Wife carrying. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Aj Salvison here on the Full Court Press. How you doing today? On a Tuesday? No, Wednesday. Eric, I don't know what day. No, dude. Like,
2: and I don't blame you because when I left this morning from the morning show, you know, it was kind of peaceful. It was pretty calm. I come back, and all hell just breaks loose. Like, I I became Quidditch, who just like roams around the building and just doesn't stop. He's like the Energizer Go-Bunny, and that was me for and like an hour. You
1: asked me the same question multiple times. <laughs> Once or twice. Who, me? Okay, okay. No, I just... <laughs> and I, then, you, then you're then you like, wait a minute.
2: Oh, what have I become? <laughs> <laughs> you is no, this it's,
1: moment of, oh.
2: And then you know what? What just happened? You come back and you corrected everything I had just done. You're like, wait a minute. Actually, this is what we're going to do. And I'm like, well, then why did I just start? <laughs> And then you got we got people calling us, we got people texting us, we're texting people. It's just, it was out of control, Eric.
1: You got your people. You got your I've people. got my people.
2: And we're just, we and we're getting bombarded by people
1: of all people, and we more got, people. Like some weird request that came in on an email. Oh yeah, and then we got lit somebody up here, and we're not gonna do it. But are you sure? I mean, he's gonna try to find a way to do it.
2: Do you want to have him on the show? <laughs>
1: Uh, no. That's a big (laughs) N-O. No. Okay, so a lot of different things to get through here. The Portsmouth Invitational is going on tonight and tomorrow. A couple of Aggies involved with that. It's a basketball tournament. And uh, a number of Mountain West Conference players are involved as well. Former Mountain West players. A chance to continue to showcase their basketball skills in front of NBA scouts. Um... We had the first part of the play-in tournament took place last night. It was fun. It is oh, dude, that was doing exactly, exactly what it's supposed to do. Dude, good it call. It was fun last night. Good call. We got more games tonight. Um, and so we'll again go through how the play-in tournament works because there's still some question out there, I think, from people, how exactly it, it works. And I get it. It's, it's kind of new and trying to understand it. It uh, might, might take a little bit of time, but we'll explain what's going on, uh, the results of last night, what's going on tonight, and how things are moving forward. Uh, Utah Jazz announcing their uh, f- uh, the first four games, the, the start times and days uh, of those games have been announced through the first four games, so we'll tell you when those games will be taking place between the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks, so we have more detail there. Uh, We're also going to get into the latest RPI numbers for spring sports, boys' soccer, boys' and girls' lacrosse, baseball, softball, even a little bit of tennis. So we'll update you on what's going on there with local high school sports. I know we've had a lot of games this week affected by the weather and the field conditions, but we are planning on having a game tonight that will be on 104.5 The Ranch and also streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. So if you think it's too cold to go watch some Skyview versus Green Canyon lacrosse, you can pull it up in the comfort of your home uh, on your phone or your desktop or your laptop and uh, or your iPad and watch the game uh, there. So uh, AJ Knight will be calling a lacrosse game later tonight. We'll have it on Cash Valley Daily and on 104.5 The Ranch. One other thing, too, that we're going to get to um, – there was a, a really cool thing going on uh, today with Utah State. There's a really interesting foundation that's out there that tries to connect uh, special needs kids with those Mom, that are. I'm excited about this, Eric. In, in sports, and uh, they do some other things too, where they connect them with other you know, clubs, uh, club sports, and things like this to give them opportunities. Right, and it's awesome. And today. They were up there hanging out with Utah State football team. So we'll hear more about that coming up at about 4.30. And uh, later on in the show, as we mentioned, Portsmouth Invitational going on. We'll feature a couple of Aggies. We're going to hear from one of those Aggies coming up in a little bit. Uh, uh, Justin Bean uh, will be joining us. We'll hear from him as he's on his way to Virginia. Even though some of those games are taking place tonight, uh, his group doesn't play until tomorrow. So gracious enough to uh, share some of his time with us today. And really
2: intimidating team names, too. I mean, team names that you just you get on the court with, and you're like, uh-uh, I'm not facing those. Uh, I'm curious what
1: the team logo looks like. Do they have a team mascot? Like <laughs> Could you imagine Portsmouth what? Like Sports Club. Okay, that's okay. But what about Mike Duman uh, Auto Sales? Uh, it's going to be a car salesman. Roger up as Brown's Mike. Restaurant. It's going to be a fork. K and D rounds landscaping. It's gonna be a shovel. Jenny King. Who? No way. <laughs> yeah. Stop
2: it. That's not real.
1: That's a that's a team name. <laughs> no. Jenny King. Yeah. Kobe McEwen th- is on that. The team. tennis player? <laughs> J A N I hyphenate uh hyphen king. So you're gonna dress that's up as a, a You're team gonna name. dress up as
2: a king with a queen crown. I don't
1: I don't know, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, there's some interesting names for some of these teams at the Portsmouth Invitational. I will go through some of the rosters, some of the teams that are represented, you know, schools that are represented at this uh, Invitational. You can watch these games, but you have to, like, subscribe uh, to to watch these. You have to pay, like, a fee to, to watch them, and you can watch it online. But um, it's 12... Twelve dollars for a day, or you can do the whole tournament for like forty bucks. So I guess if you're really into it,
2: will someone just like record it on Instagram live, cash. and then just I'll
1: watch it there. I'll you, you'll even get a follow for me. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's, a, I don't, I don't think that's allowed. Um, anyway, that's going on in Portsmouth, Virginia, tonight and tomorrow. So we'll run through that schedule, and we'll also hear from uh, from Justin Bean, who's on his way there. Uh, but first and foremost AJ just want to get your impressions of uh, what happened with the play in tournament last night in the NBA uh it started out with the nets versus the cavaliers followed by the uh the, the clippers against the uh the minnesota timberwolves and i i thought both games were
2: fun phenomenal phenomenal like and you said it so well eric the NBA could not have asked for a better night of playing basketball to start this whole playoff thing for the year. I thought it was great. I thought I thought both uh, both games had passionate crowds, great playoff atmospheres. You had, I mean, people didn't want to leave the court. They were gluing them themselves to the court. They were so <laughs> thrilled about it. Yeah, um, of that uh, you, dude. Give a lot of credit to Minnesota for just coming out and playing with some energy. That Clippers team, you know, they they had him in the corner, Eric. They had the Timberwolves in the corner, and they let off the gas a little bit. They made some bad decisions. Defensively, they were a nightmare in the second half, Eric. Um, Paul George, I thought, was really good. Unfortunately, he didn't get a ton of help from a lot of other people. Um, But, man, great atmosphere in Minnesota, by the way. That is going to be – look, Minnesota gets Memphis. I still think Memphis wins, but I think that goes sixer games.
1: Well, Edwards, I mean, I you heard oh, me the other gosh, day yes. talk about how this this is the this guy is for real. Yep. He is a future star in the NBA and he showed us why again last night w- with 30 points, uh, he had a steal, two assists, five boards. He, he was a playmaker, made things happen, he was really tough to guard and, and cover. Uh, he also got help from uh, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, here's a guy that a lot of people have forgotten about, but he yep. can still ball. I mean, he had six assists, 29 points. Uh, they got some good help uh, from uh, Beasley off the bench. Carl Anthony Towns was uh, a virtual no-show uh, really struggled, was in foul trouble, fouled out with like seven and a half minutes to go. I, I thought at that point this game it was is over. Over, yep. And and
2: I think the Clippers smelled blood. And here's the problem with what the Clippers did: they got away from what got Cat in foul trouble, going to the rim. Reggie Jackson settled for a couple of just unnecessary threes. Um, Paul George did a great job from inside the perimeter. I thought Zubal was Zubox was really really bad in the second half, defensively especially, Communi- not communicating on a screen, not. Switching, not stepping up to contest a three, uh, and that which left you know Minnesota Timberwolves wide open for for I don't know how many threes I couldn't count them. Just bad defense by the Clippers, and I I, I just thought they went away from what got them that lead, which was attacking the paint time and time again.
1: The Clippers were shot 45 percent from three, 45.7 percent. Oh, that's unreal. But it was the Timberwolves that kept coming after it. Um, you know, Edwards and Russell, uh, just that one, two punch, uh, had some good help off the bench, but it, it just, it sickens me when I see, you know, box scores like this, Terrence Mann, <laughs> I know, two points, Yeah, he was a minus 16, he was the, uh, when you look at plus minus, he was the worst on the court, so how did that, guy, I know, I mean, just it sticks it out my of all that, yeah, after does. last year, like how did yep. that happen? It, it does, and it, it, it should. So, uh, and then the other game, too, it was the uh, Brooklyn Nets and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, look, Cleveland, again, they've got some stars. They've got some, some great young talent. Uh, I talked about Garland as one of my you know favorite guys and most improved to look at. 34 points last night, five assists. Um, but he'd have six turnovers, uh, Mobley. You know, potential rookie of the year guy, nineteen points, seven rebounds, really solid performance, two blocks, but in the end, it was just that powerful one-two punch with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving that proved too much. I mean, yes, they got a lot of help from from uh, from Brown as well. He, yeah, he, he put in some really key buckets for them when they needed them.
2: Hey, what about the? Can I? And I don't mean to go back off of this, you know, off the court, but Eric, that Minnesota atmosphere. How electric was that, man? Was that fun or what? Like, Minnesota, and I, you know, like the Cubs got a World Series. They can shut up now. I don't have to hear from you Cubs fans anymore, which is great. Minnesota's gotta be one of the most cursed sports franchises in the world. Minnesota, dude, like you got you got you got Brett Favre in the NFC Championship game. You got that one kicker who missed an extra point or whatever, missed a chippy against Seattle, right? You've got you know, the the Timberwolves not being able to get to the I mean, they've got to the Western Conference Finals once, I think, and that was when with Kevin Garnett in 0-4. Gar- Garnet. I mean they just they've never had this this, this kind of excitement for so long and now that it's back and I just I loved what the atmosphere looked like last night and I thought it gave the Clippers some problems and I also felt like it gave the Timberwolves that needed a little second win that they needed late in the second half that got them back in and once they started making a run that crowd got back into it the Clippers started to tighten up a lot
1: Right and look there's some people bagging on Patrick Beverly for how he was after the game I'm not, all emotional Nope no, this is a guy who got told that they don't need him anymore yep. in Los Angeles, yep. found a new home, and there's a culture that's building there uh, with the Timberwolves, and he he was able to help that team, yes. beat his old team. Yes. I have no problem Dude, with him I loved when emotional.
2: I loved after the steal on Reggie Jackson, and instead of like running down the court, he's like screw that, turns and looks at Balmer and walks straight over to him and chirps at him and says something. I <laughs> loved it. I Look, I am not a Patrick Beverly guy, but I loved watching his passion yesterday. They're going to need that versus Memphis. And let me ask you, Eric, Minnesota- Memphis. I know we'll get into predictions later on in the week when the, when the playoffs do officially start, but do you give the Timberwolves
1: a chance here? Uh, Yeah, they'll still have a chance. Um... The way that they were able to respond and come back uh, after being under duress uh, I think is impressive. Um, The the Clippers are getting guys back, and they're they're talented as well. But uh, the way that Memphis has played this year, uh, their role players have played huge games with a lot of confidence. Uh, It's going to be an exciting tournament for either franchise considering kind of what's on the line here. Uh, for the Timberwolves, that's, like you said, that's a fan base that's so excited to be where they're at. They're going to be so amped for every game. Amen. Yep. They're going to show up. And Memphis, can they handle being the favorite? Can they handle being the team that people are gunning for instead of being the team that's on the hunt? So, you know, can they handle the pressure that comes with being the team that should be favored? So, um... Again, how this works is so Minnesota won the game last night in the West. Brooklyn won their game in the East. So they locked up the number seven seed. So they will face the number two seed in their respective conferences. So it'll be Brooklyn versus Boston in the East. Minnesota versus Memphis in the West. Now Cleveland and and Los Angeles are not out, they still have one more opportunity to still advance to the playoffs. They wait to see what happens tonight. So tonight are the matchups of the 9 seed versus the 10 seed. In the East, it's the Hornets versus the Hawks. The Hornets at the Hawks. And in the West, it's the Spurs at the Pelicans. So whomever loses in these games, they're out. It's a single elimination tournament. It's like the wild card in baseball. It's a one-game playoff. If you win, you advance to face the team that lost last night. (laughs) So you're following all of that. And then whoever wins in that game gets to face the number one seed in their respective conference.
2: Okay, Eric, let me ask you. Does, does LA get out of it? Does LA get out of this little bit of a, a eight ball corner thing and and get back themselves into the playoffs at the eight spot?
1: I still think the I thought the Clippers would be the ones winning last night. Uh, I think they are talented enough to beat the Spurs or the Pelicans, whomever comes out of that game. Can Cleveland beat the Hornets or the Hawks? Uh, that game will be in Cleveland, so we'll have home court advantage in that. Um, the the Eastern Conference has been a lot closer, there's a lot more parity in the East than there is in the West um, so I don't know, that'll be an interesting game to watch, hey, that's w- the one that I think intrigues me more, I, I think the Clippers, they should take care of business tomorrow night, but I don't know about Cleveland
2: Brooklyn, is it everything you expected of them? What you got out of them last night?
1: They started out so hot Kyrie Irving didn't miss a shot in the first quarter. was incredible. Quarter. Was he nine of I, nine? I mean, yeah, they, they opened up with a twenty point lead in the first quarter. After that, give Cleveland credit. They won every other quarter, chipping into it, but that lead was so big early on. I give Cleveland credit for not, you know, laying down and like still trying to fight their way back into it. But um, you know, Brooklyn, in the end, just they've got two players that are just so good, and a couple other guys that are Pretty good, and so that's that's tough to uh, to overcome for a lot of teams. Yeah, I will it be again, enough to beat Boston, dude? I still I think it know. is.
2: Okay, so let me ask you: um, Who do you think has a better chance of pulling off the upset—Brooklyn over Boston, or if the Clippers do get in—and that, and that's if I'm not, I'm not going to assume it this time because I did last time and it went it went south, or Clippers over the Suns. Because I still think the Clippers could give the Suns a run for their money. Like, they could push that thing a full seven if they wanted to. Interesting rematch of the
1: Western Conference Finals a year ago. Ah, uh, yeah. I didn't think about that. I, uh... But the, the the Suns have just kept going as they were. Yeah. At a very high pace. And obviously the Clippers have not. Um, but starting to get guys back... Um. Could make it for could make for a very interesting series.
2: I, uh, I, man, I I just think if Paul George can keep up this momentum, of of playing good basketball, shooting it well, and if Reggie Jackson not be a turnover machine, and they gotta get that defense fixed too. I mean, what Minnesota did to them in the second half was just embarrassing for L.A. Get that short up, and I think you got. I think you can give the Suns a run for their money. Still don't know if they beat him. I think they give him a run for their money. And and dude, it's Brooklyn, man. It's Kevin Durant, it's Kyrie Irving. They're healthy. Team's got some depth. Boston's good. Don't yeah. Absolutely. That's why this is a two-seed in the Eastern Conference. But man, this is this is Brooklyn when they're healthy. Do you remember, Eric? <clears throat> 2018. High school basketball. Uh Mason Falter and the Bobcats fall to Bear River. They fall to the four spot in region play. Which means. They go to Juan Diego, who was 22-0 at the time. Hadn't lost a game all year long, Eric. I get a phone call from somebody saying, hey, I was at the Juan Diego game. The athletic director was on the phone with somebody getting the notification that Skyview had won and that they were going to get Skyview. He hangs up the phone. He cusses. And then he says, we got robbed knowing they were going to get Mason Falls up in the Bobcats. <laughs> and what do you know? Mason Falls of in the Bobcats beat Juan Diego at Juan Diego. I think the same thing kind of relates here. Like, you might be the one seed, or I guess the seven seed, sorry. But I think they have a really legitimate shot to beat the Boston Celtics. If you're Boston, you're like, crap. I don't know what the se- season series was between those two teams, but, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, so, I'm, I'm uh – I'm curious about like Kawhi Leonard, if he's going to be yes. available or not. That's a big question. Um, there, I'm just looking at a report on the from the Sporting News, and there is no timetable for his return. So, is there a chance he could come back for the tournament? Uh, potentially, but in late March, an ESPN report said um, if the if the Clippers could make it out of the play-in tournament. Kawhi Leonard's return would be a possibility. Uh, Young Mizuk, uh, Ohm, Young Mizuk, who reported this, said, by all accounts, Leonard has been working hard and looks to be in good shape, but the Clippers will be extra cautious with their franchise star. Of course they will. But Paul George just came back. Norman Powell just recently came back. Now, they didn't have um, uh, Luke Kennard, who's got some hamstring tightness. But um, if if they get into a seven game series with the Phoenix Suns, and suddenly Kawhi Leonard becomes available, that could be a really interesting series. Holy cow! Could you
2: imagine? Could you imagine if he comes back for the Sun series, Eric? Oh, <laughs> dude! If you're Phoenix, then who then who's got the tougher draw? Boston and Brooklyn, with dealing with Brooklyn. Or Phoenix dealing with L.A. And a guy who hasn't played all year long. So he's probably rusty as I'll get out. But he's also probably well rested as
1: I'll get out. That's, man, if you're Phoenix, you're not thrilled about that whole th- situation. Uh, just looking at some uh, some videos that were shared on Twitter of uh, Kawhi Leonard at practice. And uh, he was moving around, putting up some shots just last week. So he's getting close. He's getting close Oh man Please And you
2: know what dude Do you know who's really rooting for it? The NBA Because they're just Ratings, 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 ratings,
1: ratings Right They want their stars to play Oh absolutely Yep I mean you, you missed the whole season And you come back in time for the playoffs Oh, dude,
2: I just would love to see the Suns fans just be so upset and up in arms and raging because Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are on the court together, and they're just, oh, God. I, I'd i favor the Clippers in that series, and I think the betting lines would just go nuts with that one too.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be nuts. That would be crazy. Now, I, I haven't seen anything, and I'll, I'll keep looking, but um, – The the potential return of Jamal Murray for Denver and Michael Porter Jr. in Denver. A couple other stars who have missed a lot of time who may be able to get back in time to help their team uh, for the playoffs. Uh, Now, we don't know yet about Luka Doncic's return, uh, what his timetable looks like. Dallas is keeping that very close.
2: But I think Eric and I, and she'll get to it after our interview. But I think we've been kind of given a little bit of a hint based on what the TV schedule looks like going into the NBA playoffs. I think that kind of threw us a bone there of what we're going to be looking at.
1: Yeah. So we we did uh, we do need to take a quick time out here. But though, before we do, we'll, let's just mention what that schedule is, and we'll we'll interpret that. There you go. Good idea. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, but. Yeah, the Utah Jazz and the NBA did release You know what that playoff schedule will look like. And we do know there will be four games, right? There's guaranteed four games, two in Dallas, two in Salt Lake. Um, but uh, for those four games, as they're going to be playing out, game one will be this coming Saturday at 11 a.m. Game two will be on Monday at 6.30 p.m., in Dallas, game three will be Thursday, so giving a little extra time yeah, there between so. games. That'll be at 7 o'clock in Salt Lake, game four on Saturday at 2.30 in the afternoon. Some some earlier start times for these Jazz games, and as you kind of uh, theorized, it's because they're going to have a lot of, of live TV going on in Europe for uh, Luka Doncic, who will be the star there. But, you know, Jazz have some international players themselves. So,
2: But they're not stars like Luka Doncic, though.
1: Uh, Rudy's pretty big in France.
2: Yeah, but according to the refs, he's not big enough. <laughs> Metaphorically, I Metaphorically, should say. Metaphorically,
1: at least. All right, so anyway, that's the Jazz schedule. Uh, if If a Game 5 does happen, it would be on Monday, April 25th, in Dallas. A Game 6 if it happens, will be April 28th in Salt Lake, and Game 7 would be on a Saturday in Dallas on uh, April 30th. So that is the first round. So we
2: have 5, 6, and 7 dates then?
1: Yes. Oh, I didn't The dates see that. are set. We don't okay. have the times, okay. start times, of 5, 6, and 7, but we do have the dates designated for the Utah Jazz versus the Dallas Mavericks in uh, Round 1 of the Western Conference playoffs. All right, we're going to take a timeout here on the Full Court Press. Um, We've got uh, uh, Matt Lance, who's going to be joining us, who's with this uh, Special Forces Sports Foundation. They do a lot of really cool things to help uh, kids uh, interact with athletes, and they had an opportunity to be up at Utah State today interacting with the USU football team We'll find out more about the foundation, how other people can get involved and uh, help them out, and uh, kind of how this all got started. And uh, we'll get into that. We'll also get into you know, the uh, Spring Sports RPI, the latest numbers for that. And um, we'll hear from Justin Bean coming up a little bit later oh, on, man, too. Oh, man, I'm excited about that. On his way to Virginia for the Portsmouth Invitational. Literally on his way, too, by the way. <laughs> yes, uh, very literally on his way. Yeah. Um,
2: by the way, 8 0 really, dude? Phoenix would crush the Clippers. Phoenix is a tremendous team. I, I'm not doubting that by any means of the stretch, 8-4-2-0. I'm not one bit doubting it. But uh, remember, like, last year, like, everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people thought the Jazz should beat the Clippers in that second round. No Kawhi Leonard in game six. And, I mean, the Clippers just have some depth. That's the problem for me is they have depth. Well, they've been playing, like, half
1: more than half the season with role players yeah. and still qualify for the playoffs. Yeah, pretty now impressive. they're giving their stars back and that could be the real difference maker for them. Alright, before we take a time out, just want to remind you about Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Um they've they're open on Sundays now. The <laughs> the first line talks about hotter weather and it's not the right time <laughs> to be talking about it. hotter do weather. Do it do it do it. But they are now open on Sundays at 695 North Main in Logan. It's quick, clean, easy. It's how it should be when it comes to an oil change. So stop in today at Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan.
0: Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. This is Ryan at My Mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At My Mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at My Mattress. Isn't it time
2: to sleep excited? Exceptionally. It's
1: the full court press. What
2: do you think the genuine level interest from Quinn Snyder was of the Lakers?
1: Well, look, his memory of being in L.A. was with Kobe Bryant. If I'm Quinn Snyder, I'm looking at what's going on there from leadership to ownership to personnel. And I get it. Some people want to walk into those situations feeling like it's broken. I can come in and fix it. I mean, there's a few guys that go through there that have been able to bounce back after having a bad experience.
0: Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet in Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good, hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash
1: careers and apply today.
0: Has a farm.
1: This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Have you heard? We've been selling and servicing appliances for 52 years now. And we know a good deal when we see one. You don't want to miss out on Thermador's 1-2 free program double dip and save even more with our builder's pricing on thermidor it's easy to shop at darrell's we're a full service appliance dealer a true one-stop shop nobody knows appliances like darrell's west on airport road open until 6 p.m on weekdays five on saturday
0: it's the full court press weekday afternoons from four to six on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan
1: Eric Franson, AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. And certainly we always love to highlight cool stories that are going on in our community. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All about that. And we heard of one happening today. And uh, it's a really cool organization that uh, connects you know, special needs kids uh, with you know, sporting opportunities. Those that are involved in sports. And uh, today they were up at Utah State University hanging out with Utah State football team. And somebody who's behind that, who's really kind of the uh, the mastermind behind this and the force that's made it happen, is Matt Lance, of uh, and he's with Special Forces Sports Foundation. And he joins us now in the Full Court Press. Matt, thanks for your time
3: today. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on.
1: So, so Matt, I, I just before we get into what happened today, just what is Special Forces sports foundation what 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 is it that you guys do
3: well we are a 501c3 nonprofit. that uh what we like to do is we partner with school districts and uh obviously with the university now we're we're breaking into working with colleges and uh we we want to provide inclusive uh sports experiences for our students with special needs and um we like to use the athletes at the, uh, at the school district level and at the university level um, as kind of a two-fold approach to, um, you know, giving the, giving the students with special needs the inclusive uh, experiences that they need for their growth and development. And then um, also for the athletes, it just helps build compassion and empathy with them, because a lot of times, you know, they're they're laser focused on their craft, and they're they're doing all these things to better themselves as as athletes. But this just gives them an opportunity to use their sport to reach out to some others, and um, it just hopefully leaves a lasting impression with them as well. How did it all come about? Well, I am a, I'm a my day job is is a uh, teacher and coach. Football coach down in Southern California, and um, so I teach the adaptive PE class at my high school, and we used to go to a, an event every year in the spring, similar to kind of what we do now, um, but due to uh, you know cutbacks in funding and, and transportation is always a a uh, kind of a pain. So our district came one year and just said, you know, we can't afford to send you guys to this event and um honestly, uh it kind of came out of spite because I was like, That's that's unacceptable. My kids look forward to this every year. They deserve this experience and so um I decided to use my own high school and our own athletics department to to just put on a put on a sports day where we we involved them with the athletes, and it has, it has grown since then. So uh,
1: you, you, you take the opportunity to you know, get these kids interesting and, and fun opportunities to interact with others in your community. So what took place today up at Utah State with the, uh, with the football program?
3: Well, we actually – this involved the uh, – the the football program was one of the programs, but we had the volleyball team, the tennis – the men's ten, tennis team, um, soccer. We had track and field. Um, I, we had softball. I'm sure I'm leaving one or two sports out, but we try and involve as many of the athletic uh, teams as possible uh, to just give um, – to get you know, it's kind of a carnival style event where each team will will have a station that somehow involves their sport, and the kids are able to freely walk around and and uh, and play with it, play with the athletes, and um, so that's 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 pretty much it uh, as far as uh, you know. It's it's a carnival style event. That's cool.
2: And um, yeah, <laughs> can you tell me about the interaction with the kids and the players? How was that? Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure those players had a blast, but those kids' faces oh. as well.
3: Oh, unbelievable! Unbelievable! The um, it's just it's fun to watch. You know these these big, you know the, these big guys and these you know they they look like professionals out there. You know, and and to see them. You know, take a step back and and to to really connect with and 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 celebrate these kids that just bring so much joy. You know, and um, you know, we talk to the athletes before the event, and we say, you know, uh, our our special needs population is just so you know um, uh, life giving because they hold all the all the qualities that we in society should. Uh, you know no quote unquote normal society you know should aspire to because they're they're non-judgmental they love you the second they see you they they um you know they 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 don't need to get to know you to be your absolute best friend and um and to see the smiles on on both groups uh, of faces it just it, it makes it all worth it and um You know, we, because they are, you know, some of our students do have, you know, some of them don't, um, they're nonverbal. We kind of, we classify them by shirt. We like to, um, uh, you know, the the shirts classify them as far as, um, you know, uh, today a navy blue, an Aggie blue, we'll say Aggie blue, um, (laughs) was the high schoolers. Um, Our middle schoolers were in gray. And then our collegiate athletes were in white T-shirts. And then they all had wristbands, silicone wristbands on that, that from their high school or middle school's um, major colors so that, you know, we have, you have a sea of kids out there. And if anyone were to have an issue or, you know, got confused or lost or whatever, we can, we can tell them apart by, by the color wristband that they have and get them to, to, the, right, uh, to the right people. So we, we put a lot of effort into that and and making sure that we take care of all those you know quote unquote special needs.
1: Right. Yeah. Th- what a cool opportunity. And, and you're probably this this doesn't just all of a sudden like on a whim call the university and say hey can we uh, can we no. just come by sometime? I mean you've got I'm sure to <laughs> have a lot of coordination with the university itself with yep. all their various athletes and, and ver- various athletic programs. But also with the, the various schools and other programs that are happening here, I'm, I'm sure this, there's a lot of coordination that's involved with trying to make today happen.
3: There is. Um, so I'm an I'm alumni of Utah State. I played football here from 95 to 99. And so I still know some folks up in the athletic department. And, um, and I also uh, know some folks from the community um, the principal at Green Canyon, Dave Swenson, he opened his doors to us in the fall, and we worked with the Green Canyon uh, Athletic Department. And um, and we worked there, but, my, you know, so the plan is to have this event twice a year. We'll do it at a, at a local high school um, in the fall, and then we'll do it up at the university in the spring. And um, just because we want to reach... We, we, we want to reach as many athletes as possible. Um, uh, I think, you know, unofficially, uh, our location next year is going to be at uh, Ridgeline. And um, so all the campuses will kind of try and rotate it so that everyone gets the opportunity to have their student body participate in this. And then, you know, we always want to, uh, you know, as alumni, I always want this at, at Utah State for our, for our athletes. Um, but yeah, it's super, super exciting. It, ta- it takes a lot of work, but it's fun because it gives me an opportunity to come back here and, uh, you know, uh, maintain relationships, grow relationships. And, you know, we're, uh, this was kind of, this year was kind of the model because next year we have our eyes on, uh, three to four other universities that we're going to reach out to that we have, uh, relationships with. And, um, so this is just the start. Uh, that was
2: my next question. Is What is your ultimate goal here, Matt? What, what do you hope to accomplish?
3: So um, probably within the next five years, I'd like to see us at all the Mountain West uh, Conference schools um, because apparently they have a uh, – they compete not just on the, uh, the athletic field but in community service. And so uh, just in my talks with some of the other universities – um, San Diego State, UNLV, they feel like if we get this going at their, at their universities that the whole Mountain West will jump on. So that's that's my five-year. We also have some relationships in the NFL. I would love to see this be in every NFL city um, and kind of go after the, the, the conferences um, and, and get that going. So, uh, But our roots are still in the school districts that's where that's where our kids are those are the kids we want to get involved and in. so um you know along with that you know once we plant in a in a community we we bring in some after after school uh programming uh which we already run here with uh, mountain Peak volleyball and uh we do six week volleyball experiences and uh, which we're actually starting at the end of this month again, another round, and so um, this way we, the the kids have some some things to do after school as well.
1: So cool! How, how many uh, participating uh, kids were participating today in your event?
3: Uh, today, I am pretty sure we had around three three hundred and fifty. Uh, of our uh, special needs population—that's incredible. Not, not that not is absolutely good incredible. Athletes. That is amazing.
1: That is awesome. That's awesome.
3: Well, yeah. yeah. So and we had every every middle school one one was unable to attend, but every middle school and all the high schools in the Cache County and uh, and Logan school districts.
2: How does the community help, or can
3: they? Oh, absolutely. Um, so. Well, to start off with, you know, we're we're a 501c3. Um this this is not my this is not my career. This is something I totally do on the side. Uh no one in my organization makes a dime. Uh every bit of fundraising and and donations that we get go back into the growth and 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 programming uh that we do and um so don't we we go 100% off donations and uh but as far as, um, you know, getting involved is, uh, we are, we are definitely planning our roots here in the Valley and, uh, and we've, uh, brought someone on to help us out here locally and Madison Forsyth is going to be kind of, uh, maintaining operations here in the Valley. And so, what we, If someone wanted to get involved, the, uh, we have a website, specialforcesports.com. Um We have an Instagram, uh, Special Underscore Forces Sports. Uh, all of our information is on there. Uh, they can email us. We can get them tied in. And, um, you know, yeah, we love when the community helps. It's, you know, it, it, it's, it's corny and it's overused, but it's true. It, it truly takes a village to um to put this kind of stuff on so um the more the merrier
2: <laughs> matt forgive me but madison foresight that name sounds familiar tell me about her background
3: well her background she is a she is a teacher elementary teacher here in the district and uh she married another uh you know the best humans on the planet are offensive linemen and so uh <laughs> She married an offensive lineman, Dalton Forsythe. That's why. Um, who uh, who is a uh, entrepreneur, business owner here in town, and uh, they they as a family. Uh, you know, I should, I should give Dalton the due credit too. They are they've been amazing in, in joining up with us, and um, yeah, couldn't couldn't be happier with uh, with that relationship. And and I really think they're going to help us take it to the next level in the, in this area.
1: Matt, uh last question for me, just in the name of the organization, Special Forces Sports Foundation. Seems to imply maybe a military connection. Is there one or is that just a coincidence? It's
3: it's, it's a coincidence. Um so, you know, being a being of, you know, a football guy, um, you know, I I started teaching. I you know, I should preface I'm I'm a PE teacher and a football coach. And, uh, this assignment at working with, uh, our adaptive P class was really just handed to me, um, about seven, eight years ago. And so, um, you know, you, you hear these things, you know, special needs, special needs. And it's like, that sounds, you know, my toxic masculinity is, it sounds a little soft. So we're a force, we're a special force, we're a force to be reckoned with. And that's kind of how it came about. Now I am, I am a fan of our military and everything that they do, and uh, I love that that connotation comes out. Um, but, um, yeah, we, uh, uh, well, I should say one of our, one of our board members is a uh, former Marine, and I guess they're never former. They're once a Marine, always a Marine. But, um, so, uh, but that's how it comes out. We have a tagline that says, uh, we're a force to be reckoned with.
1: That is cool.
2: What's the lesson and what can people learn about these wonderful special needs kids? That uh, you, The message from you to the community, to our listeners, about these special needs kids and what you've been able to see in them.
3: I think, I think what it is is that for a long time, uh, our special needs population has been grossly underserved. And they need these opportunities to grow and, uh, and to develop. And the more inclusive uh, opportunities they have, the better for them. And really, the sky, I, honestly, the sky's the limit. You know, when we, when we talk about things like, you know, the autism spectrum, it's truly a spectrum and there's abilities at, at all ages and ranges. And, 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 you know, we haven't even come close to, to tapping how much these kids can grow. Despite uh, some some you know disabilities, and so you know just being able to come out and be a part of that growth in these young people's lives, and giving them those opportunities, and and um, you know we want them to we want we want them to come in, and we want them to feel like they are just as important and just as valued as anyone else. And you know that's why, you know, as, as we've been doing these these uh, um, you know after school programming, you know, we want, we get them we get them jerseys and we put numbers on them, and you know we 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 had a great story down in Southern California with one of our one of our uh, special needs athletes who he, uh, he came to one of our events, our soccer events, for the first time. And, um, honestly, he hadn't even signed up. His mom hadn't even signed him up yet. He just came out and, uh, and I grabbed him. He was, he was, uh, he's in a wheelchair and I just grabbed the wheelchair and ran him out onto the field and said, up, oh, here we go. We're getting going, you know? And, um, and, uh, it was just kind of a beautiful moment that my wife got to witness was his mom, you know, kind of started tearing up and saying, I, I never thought he would be able to be on a team. And so that kind of just supercharged our efforts, and like you know that these these kids deserve to feel that. And so, um, and the families, you know, the, these families go through a lot, and, and um, in learning about their child and what their child needs, and and uh, you know if we can be a shining spot uh, and and something for them to look forward to then that's what we want to do.
1: Well, Matt, uh, really cool stories, and appreciate you sharing them with us. looks like you're a great organization, a great uh, a program to connect uh, kids with uh, great opportunities that they may not normally be able to uh, connect on their own. So uh, really appreciate your time today and being All able to uh, come on with us on really short notice and sharing more about what's going on with Special Forces uh, Sports Foundation.
3: No, oh, thank you. I I really appreciate it and and having me on. And uh, it is it's it's a pleasure to come up here and and work in the community again. I I I miss it up here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place. It's a great place. That's for yeah, it sure. Is. It really is. Well, Matt. Uh, again, Matt Lance with Special Forces Sports Foundation. Really cool opportunity with hundreds of kids up, uh, hanging out with Utah State athletes today. It's Awesome. Appreciate your time and uh, best of luck with more events in the
3: future. Thanks, Matt. Thank you Thank you very much.
1: And if you want to more, like, to more, uh, like to know more information about uh, who this organization is, again, you can go to special com. We're going to take a t- quick time out here on the full court press. More coming up next.
0: Spring is here and it's time to get out and drive. It doesn't matter where you're going, there is no better way to explore than in a new rugged GMC. At Murdoch GMC Chevrolet Buick Cadillac of Logan, we've got the lineup to get you anywhere with confidence. And there's never a better time to drive home in a new 2022 Sierra 1500 or Canyon and get 0% for 3 years. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. At Murdoch Chevrolet Buick GMC and Cadillac in Logan or online at MurdochChevroletLogan.com. Call 866-628-3065 or see dealer for complete details. Offer expires 430-22. Your friends at Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are moving to their new location at 2245 North 400 East North Logan this week. Appointments can still be made and the Providence office will be open. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, look forward to welcoming you to the new office location on Monday, April 18th. Please be patient as Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat staff will be moving this week. The new location will be open Monday, April 18th. Appointments can still be made and the Providence office will be open. Go to Valley ENT com for details this is dustin with valvoline instant oil change in logan whatever you do don't forget to change the oil in your car my team at valvoline instant oil change will get you in and out quickly stay in your car and relax all while your car is being serviced by trained professionals valvoline instant oil change 695 north main in logan across from angie's valvoline instant oil change service you can see experts you can trust
1: It's that first kiss, that moment in time.
0: Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership? And we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience. Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI online at advancedheating-ac.com. Not comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at (laughs) 1069thefan.com. What's
1: going on here? We got some new bumper music in the rotation. The look on your face. Catching us by surprise. Uh, Hey, today I had to change a tire. That wasn't very fun. (laughs) But if you need to change wiper blades or change a battery, you can go to Napa Auto Parts. What the heck was that? I don't know. It wasn't very fun. But, you know, if you got to do other things, they can't really do tire stuff at Napa, but they can help you out with a lot of other things regarding your vehicle. they got five locations between Preston and Providence.
2: Do this. (laughs)
1: They'll help you install a lot of different stuff and get you uh, recommended (laughs) to various different Napa Auto Care Centers with qualified technicians. Uh, That was a lot of fun. Dude, that was a great interview. That's awesome. Uh, We'll get into more of your texts that have come through, more about what happened with the NBA play-in tournament, Utah Jazz, spring sports. It's all coming up next hour,